The good physician treats the disease. The great physician treats the patient who has the disease. Dr. William Osler. This is Simple Joe for Monday, December 19th, 2022. many different levels. It's of course deep on the physician's level, on the medical level, and the level of treating disease and treating the person, but it's also deep on how we interact with each other and how we interact with life, right? The good physician treats the disease. Yes, good physicians treat the disease. My son-in-law is a doctor and he is a great doctor, very talented, and he takes into account the human being not just the, the, the issue or the concern that, he is, uh, that he's treating at the time. And that's what makes him a very, very good doctor. Extremely good bed, bedside manner. Uh, but also, w- when you take this deeper into other things in life, we can, we can look at one specific problem. And sometimes we have to laser focus on one specific problem, right? Or we can take into account the whole situation. And that's the better approach, if possible, if possible, you do, you do take care of the specific problem, right? But also you, you treat the entire situation. A good physician treats the disease. The great physician treats the patient who has the disease. Now, I don't know if Dr. Osler meant for me to take it that way, but that's how I took it. Uh, And I think you understand the gist of, gist of what I'm saying Uh, up until this point, I've never, I had never heard of Dr. William Osler. Let's do it just a little a little research on him. Who Dr. William Osler. Uh, William Osler lived from 1849 to 1918 and during his career he helped create the foundation of the discipline of internal medicine and was also instrumental in developing the system of clinical medical education that continues to be used today. So he is a big deal. <laughs> uh, here's another thing about Dr. Uh, Dr. William Osler, first baronet, FRS, FRCP, was a Canadian physician who was one of the big four founding professors of John Hopkins Hospital. So yeah, pretty big deal, Dr. William Osler, and I like your quote. Well, hello, my friend. I'm Simple Joe. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad I'm here, and I'm glad we are here together. Yes, I was gone for about a week. (laughs) No, I was gone for exactly a week. I didn't put out a show all last week. Late Sunday, I got a call. Uh, I got a call that required me to make a last-minute trip to Seattle, Washington. I'm in Cincinnati, Ohio. Seattle, Washington's about a four, four and a half hour, maybe five hour plane trip. Uh, I would say four and a half hours. Uh, that's my guess. Four and a half hours is how long I was on the plane. But all things considered, you got to you know an hour and a half before the before the flight an hour after the flight. So it's, it's a bit of an investment, a bit of a travel investment. Well, I got called to Seattle, Washington at the last minute. And uh, so I had to go out there, fly out Monday, didn't get back till Wednesday, but I was just so behind and so put back by the, by the trip. I just didn't have an opportunity to, to put out a show. So yeah, I missed doing it. I got a little, I had some, a little bit of reaction asking me, where's the show? Uh, so I appreciate you doing that. Uh, and, uh, I responded, I responded appropriately and that's why, uh, 
But there we go. There's my there's my formal announcement of why why I was not here last week. I just got called out to Seattle, Washington, last minute trip. Didn't have time to really put anything together. Yeah, I was I was tired from my uh, my customer visits and just yeah, didn't have a chance didn't have a chance to do it. But I'm here now. Like I said, you're here now, and I'm glad we're here together. And today we're going to take at the peak a peek at the weather in De Pere, Wisconsin. De Pere, Wisconsin. Uh, it's time for, it's the day for interesting headlines, Monday's interesting headlines. And of course the often requested and the very popular much, much more. So for my friends in or near De Pere, Wisconsin, you're going to see a high of 20 degrees today, Ooh, a high of 20 degrees and a low of 16, uh, with partly sunny skies tomorrow, Tuesday, 23 and negative four, uh, with partly sunny skies and 11 and nine. On Wednesday, with partly sunny skies, so cold, cold weather for you there in De Pere, Wisconsin. Where is De Pere when it comes to Wisconsin? Wisconsin's going to be cold anyway, but where is De Pere, Wisconsin? Right side of Green Bay, right outside of Green Bay. It might even be considered Green Bay, the Green Bay metropolitan area. So yeah, right there, south of a little bit south of Green Bay. So yeah, there you are, Green. There you are, uh, De Pere, Wisconsin. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. I am so grateful that you are there. Here in Cincinnati, Ohio, we're going to see a high of 36 degrees and a low of 26 with partly sunny skies. Partly sunny skies on Tuesday, 43 and 24 for the high and low. And we're going to see partly sunny skies on Wednesday, 43 and 34 for the high and low. So 36 today, 43 tomorrow, and 43 on Wednesday. One thing I will say about my trip is uh, I I love getting my, my bags gate checked. I know uh, I hear yes, big city Sam, and you and I interacted a little bit uh, this week about that. Uh, but yeah, I love getting my my bags gate checked. I I carry I have a carry on bag that I use, Swiss Army carry on bag. I guess Swiss Swiss brand carry on bag, very durable. Uh, but anyway, I have this carry on bag, and I'm able to pack a week's worth of clothes easily. Not easily. I mean, it takes some work, but a week's worth of clothes, including a hard hat including uh, work boots, steel toe work boots, uh, and some other stuff. Depending on if I'm going into a plant or not, I'll have to pack those things. But I'm able to pack a week's worth of clothes, including those things, into this carry-on bag. Now, it's tight, and it's heavy, and I'm, I'm pushing the limits of those zippers, <laughs> guaranteed. But uh, I'm able to, and I love getting my, my bag gate checked. You know, when, they, when the plane's too full and they say, well, we're not going to have enough room for the carry-on. Uh, we're going to have to check your bags and you can pick them up in baggage claim. Uh, it's almost like getting a little bonus for me. And I like that. I like that. That way I don't have to hassle with it. I always, I almost always rent a car when I travel. So baggage claim is usually right there next to the car rental place. So just saves me the hassle of dragging the bag around. So I got my bag, my bags gate checked, uh, this week and a little minutia there, but there we go. Today in 1942, Mean Jean Okerlund was born. She, he was the, uh, Pro wrestling interviewer, announcer, a legendary guy, been around wrestling for a long time, uh, primarily in the WWF. But yeah, we lost to Gene Okerlund, I don't know, a while back, a couple years ago. But he was born today in 1942. Tim Reed was born today in 1944. Actor Tim Reed, um, comedian, actor, probably best known for his role in WKRP in Cincinnati as Venus Flytrap. Happy birthday, Tim Reed. I think you're still with us, Tim. Reggie White, who is not with us, was born today in 1961. Great Green Bay Packers football player, 
uh, from Super Bowl 31. Really good guy. His faith was really important to him. Um, yeah, he died. Well, he died of um, sleep apnea, actually. Uh, Reggie White died of sleep apnea, interestingly enough. Uh, born today in 1961, we lost Reggie White in 2004. Magician Chris Angel was born today in 1967. He's one of those uh, uh, one of those magi- street com- street magicians, kind of in the same spirit as uh, David David Blaine, and uh, yeah, kind of a mystical, you know, otherworldly kind of style. He's a really interesting guy. Good, good magician. Born today in 1967. Actress Alyssa Milano was born today in 1972, making her 50 years old. Probably best known from Who's the Boss and Charmed. And Jake Gillianhall was born today in 1980. He is 42 years old today, actor Jake Gillianhall. So happy birthday to you all. Today in 1843, Charles Dickens published A Christmas Carol. Sold 6,000 copies in the very beginning. One of them became a Great, legendary, traditional, uh, Christmas tradition, right? That happened today in 1843. Today is National Oatmeal Muffin Day. If you like oatmeal muffins, today's the day to celebrate. It's also National Hard Candy Day. I do like hard candy. A couple weeks ago, we I had probably 20 pieces of Lifesaver candies in one sitting. <laughs> there was a bowl of them next to me, and I didn't, uh, I kind of I kind of, I kind of caught a sweet tooth. And, uh, yeah, ate about 20 pieces of Lifesavers hard candy. So I celebrated National Hard Candy early. I don't know. This was a couple weeks back. But anyway, National Oatmeal Muffin Day and National Hard Candy Day. If these days mean anything to you, I hope you celebrate. I hope you celebrate in a way that brings you joy and happiness and fulfillment. In the way that only National Oatmeal Muffin Day can. It's also Monday, the day for interesting headlines. This is the day that I go through the headlines of the past week or a couple weeks and pick out the ones that interest me for some one reason or another. And then uh, tomorrow we will read one of those headlines based on your feedback and what, what strikes my interest. And uh, we'll read that and maybe discuss it a little bit tomorrow. Uh, you, in the past I've done, I've done a headline on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, but I think we're going to do a little something different uh, for Wednesday. Still haven't figured it out. I've heard your feedback on what to do. Uh, and, uh, we'll, we'll figure something out this, this Wednesday to, uh, to, uh, replace the second, I guess the second phase of interest of, uh, reading out interesting headlines. But today is Monday's interesting headlines. I just read the headlines today without knowing anything about the story other than the headline itself. Uh, I may, I may have peeked at the story a little bit, um, just by accident. And if I did, you know, that is what it is, but today's is. Today, we're going to read the headlines, and then tomorrow, we're going to pick one of those headlines to dig deeper into. Aggressive leukemia disappears in 13-year-old girl who was first to receive new CRISPR treatment. This is amazing. Uh, aggressive leukemia disappears in a 13-year-old girl. Girl, Now, this is I guess this is some kind of experimental, uh, experimental treatment using CRISPR technology. Uh, I'm not sure about CRISPR technology. I've read about it and heard about it. I think it has to do with manipulating DNA or manipulating genetics somehow and uh, re- and putting those back into the body or I don't know. It, it has to do with it has to do with genetic research and manipulating uh, genetics somehow, uh, re- manipulating 
DNA somehow, I think. Uh, but this certainly looks interesting to me. Aggress- aggressive leukemia disappears in 13-year-old girl who was first to receive new CRISPR treatment. Breakthroughs like this are amazing. Situations like this remind me of uh, that Will Smith movie, I Am Legend, where he's fighting, basically fighting zombies or zombie-like zombie-like creatures, humans. Uh, and that they became zombies because a new treatment for cancer that cured cancer had a side effect that turned them into zombies. So, and that's, that's in the very beginning of the movie. So I'm not really giving anything away, but uh, of course this is something completely different. Aggressive leukemia disappears in 13 year old girl who was first to receive new CRISPR treatment. This is really good news. Uh, if we're able to build on this, this is fantastic. Cause as I understand it, that new, that this CRISPR, whatever it is, uh, and I'm not giving it justice will uh it manipulates genetics somehow manipulates dna to um to do things such as this there we go mysterious object emerges on florida beach setting off speculation mysterious object emerges on a florida beach setting off speculation this is interesting because i i did catch just a tiny bit of this story just a tiny bit to know that it was uh there in uh, daytona beach or daytona beach shores in that area uh, where we vacation almost every year, other than this year, because it was it was hit by the hurricane. Uh, we're going to a, another area, another beach. Uh, I think it's in North Carolina. It's not Hilton Head, but it's, or South Carolina. It's not Hilton Head, but it's one of the other beaches down there. Uh, but this, apparently some, this, the, the hurricane and, and the, the impact of the hurricane has, has uncovered some mysterious object on the Florida beach and it's long and it's big. So this should be very interesting. Mysterious object emerges on a Florida beach, setting off speculation. You never know what's down there underneath the sand. You never know. You never know what's way down there. You know, years and years and decades and centuries of the of the beach moving in and out and tides moving in and out and hurricanes and storms and different situations. Uh, you never know what's buried down there. So mysterious object emerges on a Florida beach, setting off speculation. Morning people are smarter. Early risers have higher verbal intelligence, debunking previous studies. Morning people are smarter. I don't know about that, but I like being a morning person. Uh, I my my morning personhood <laughs> ebbs and flows. Uh, I'm not on such a good morning schedule right now, but uh, for the longest time, for yeah, for the longest time, I, I would get up at four thirty, between four thirty and five o'clock, and do a whole morning routine. I'm a little bit out of that routine right now, just to be honest with you. And I really want to get back into that routine, a routine of uh, getting up and reading and doing some meditating and some praying and uh, exercise and a good long walk. Uh, Yeah, that was a, that was part of my morning routine for the longest time. And I've been out of it for a while and I'm not sure how we got to get out of those morning routines or how do those, how do we, how do we get out of those, those habits that are good for us, but Certainly something to look into, but this, this study is showing that morning people are smarter. Early risers have higher verbal intelligence, debunking previous studies. So I wonder what that's about. I wonder why morning people are smarter. Are they smarter because they get up in the morning or just smarter people tend to get up in the morning, which is it chicken or the egg, right? Are morning are people smarter because they get up earlier in the morning and they're able to prepare their day and set their mind straight and get those juices flowing, those smart juices flowing. Or are, for some reason, 
do people who get up in the morning, are they just generally smarter because that's how they are? Anyway, morning people are smarter. Early risers have higher verbal intelligence, debunking previous studies. Employers rethink the need for college degrees in tight labor market. Yeah, Mike Rowe's been on this bandwagon for a while. Mike Rowe is a is a celebrity who's famous for uh, kind of waving the banner for the working man. He did a thing called Dirty Jobs. Uh, he has a podcast, and uh, he uh, he really has he's waved this 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 college degree is overrated for a long time. And I tend to agree to a certain extent. Now, if you want to be a doctor, I want my, I want my doctor to have a degree. I want my attorney to have a degree. Um, those types of profession, professions, certainly. But really, I mean, do you, do you really need, uh, you know, I don't know, South Asian studies, <laughs> to whatever it is, I'm just making it up, to, to get a job as, a, as an analyst somewhere? I, I don't know. I, mean, I, I think that college degrees are are overrated for the most part. I think apprenticeships and work experience far better serve everybody. They far better serve the person, they far bar ser- far better serve the employer. The person's not in tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt. They didn't waste 4 to 6 years of their early life trying to get a degree. Uh, so employers are starting to really rethink this and, and the people that I hire, uh, I don't require a college degree. Uh, I don't. And, and these are some, these are some jobs that are pretty high end, even some engineering jobs. If they have, if they have the proper work experience now, how do they get the proper work experience? They have to have a degree or did they work their way up? But if they have the proper work experience or, uh, a certain aptitude, uh, I'll bring them on without a, without a degree. I don't, I don't require a degree for, uh, the people that I hire. Um, and I don't think it's, I just don't think it's necessary. So employers are doing the same thing. Employers rethink need for college degrees and tight labor market as they should. I think it's better all the way around. Most of the time, most of the time, I don't think you re- you should require a college degree. 15 bad habits. Science says are good for you. <laughs> okay. 15 bad habits. Science says are good for you. I wonder what those are. And if they're really bad habits, are they do we call them bad? Uh, this is um, this could actually be a good top ten list. Top ten bad habits science says are good for you, depending on what the list looks like. But fifteen bad habits science says are good for you. Yeah, I mean, I, I can think of all kinds of things that that people might be might consider bad habits. I think drinking coffee uh, is good for you at a certain extent, and that some some people would call that a bad habit. Alcohol at a certain level, uh, I think, can be good for you. And somebody might might consider that a bad habit, of, especially if, if it's abused. Um, I wonder. I, I just wonder what they are. What are these fifteen bad habits that science says are good for me? Anyway, there are the interesting headlines: aggressive leukemia disappears in thirteen-year-old girl who was first to receive new CRISPR treatment. Mysterious object mer- emerges on a Florida beach, setting off speculation. Morning people are smarter. Early risers have higher verbal intelligence, debunking previous studies. Employers rethink need for college degrees and tight labor market and 15 bad habits science says are good for you. So take those headlines. Think about them. Let me know what you want me to dig into tomorrow. That means uh, between now and the time you, you're listening to this podcast, uh, send me a text. Send me an email. 513-399-6468 is my text. And my email address is joe at the simple joe.com.
and let me know what you think about these headlines and which one you want me to read in to dig into. This thing about leukemia really intrigues me. This 15 bad habits uh, story really intrigues me. This mysterious object really intrigues me. They all intrigue me or else I wouldn't have picked them, but I'm kind of leaning towards um, I'm kind of leaning towards this leukemia study because I that this could be groundbreaking. And it sounds maybe like a little good news story, and we could certainly use some good news, right? So let me know what you think about these stories, 513-399-6468 or joe at thesimplejoe.com. I would certainly appreciate hearing from you. If you don't want to give me your input on the stories, that's okay. I would like to just hear you say hi, Joe. That puts gas in my tank. I would love to hear from you. Again, tomorrow we'll dig into one of these headlines, and then we'll look at the weather in Brisbane, Australia. I think we were supposed to do Brisbane, Australia last Monday, but they made the list for tomorrow. So I see you out there, Brisbane. I know you're listening. And we got your weather Tuesday, tomorrow, right? If you like listening to the show, will you do me a favor? Will you share it with your friends on social media? Use the hashtag Simple Joe is my friend. Hashtag Simple Joe is my friend. I would certainly appreciate that. We're coming into the the Christmas weekend. I know we're going to do a lot of shopping. We're going to buy those last minute gifts. We're going to we're going to do all of that thing, all those things that lead to more stuff. And I just want you to remember this. Take this into consideration. If you could take that time and energy and go to lunch with somebody you haven't seen in a long time or um, plan a plan a, a an event that you're hanging out with the people who love you and the people who you love, take that time and that money to create memories. What if you did that instead? Now, you're not going to have stuff that you that you have to put into the closet and then sell at a yard sale uh, in a couple years or give to Goodwill in a few in a few years and you're going to have to sacrifice that, right? You're going to have to sacrifice putting, shoving stuff in the closet or giving stuff to goodwill in a few years, but that's a good sacrifice. <laughs> I'm a little tongue in cheek. I realize that, you know, this memories are better than stuff. I hope you remember that. Spend time with the people who love you and the people who you love. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you and I love you, but not in a weird way. I'll talk to you later. Take care. Take care.